0: of scripture, I'd like to encourage you to read the book of Luke next week. We will be reading out of the book of Luke in our Sunday school class. We will look at the book of Luke. If you read one chapter a day in the book of Luke, you'll be through the entire book by the end of the month. You'd be on chapter 10 right now. I was going to preach a message out of chapter 10, but I wanted to follow up on this message and the title of this message is Wise Men Still Seek Him. And that's what it's about, Matthew chapter 2, the visit of the wise men. now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Big question on where is the east and all that stuff. We'll go over some of that in Sunday school class. But east is exactly where east is now from Jerusalem. And that is... uh, the Middle East, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. You see, these wise men read scripture. These wise men trusted in God's word. These wise men acted upon God's word. They took off on a journey following, of all things, a star in the sky because they put their faith and trust in God's word. What is God asking you to do today? What does God want you to practice and take into account today? And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, art not the least among the princes of Judea, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And that's a quote out of Malachi chapter 5. And that was the Old Testament that these men had for a compass and a guide along with the star, the true light of the world. Then Herod, when he had heard privily, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, sent them to Bethlehem, and said, "Go and search diligently for the young child when ye have found him. Bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. You think he was real sincere in that attitude? As most of you know, the rest of the story, he wasn't. He was jealous. You know, oftentimes when you take off on an adventure and act upon God's word, the devil is going to be there to hinder you. He's going to be there to stumble you. He's going to be there to discourage you. He's going to be there to set things aside. He's going to want the preeminence in your life and not leave it over to the Lord. And so these wise men were tested. When they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they were come Onto the house, they saw the young child. They were full of joy because they had taken and stuck their necks out, stood before the king, and justified to him why they were traveling through his country and why they had put themselves in jeopardy. You know, a string of camels is not a small thing. You can't hide them, and you have to feed them, and you have to have a caravan. It was estimated, you know, you know how, what the Bible, how many wise men do you think were, came to... To Bethlehem. Here's a Sunday school question for you. We all know three, right? No, the Bible doesn't say there was three. The Bible says wise men. Wise men. Uh, more than two, probably. And uh, they would entail a string of camels and a caravan of servants, people to feed, people to maneuver, people to train, people to, to dress, not just the camels, but the kings that were on them, and people to uh, prepare food and all that. It was quite a caravan, quite an adventure, quite an expenditure of of circumstances and revenue and things you had that you might hold dear were expended upon, all on faith and acting upon God's word. You know, I think these men were just men until we see them in, in, introduced here in Scripture. They were wise men because they heard God's word, acted upon God's word, and ventured forth according to God's word. And the, God rewarded them not only future in the future, making them wise, and preserving them forever in our uh, Bible, but you'll see one other thing he did for them. And when they were come to, onto the house, they saw a young child. Now, notice this wasn't a baby. This wasn't an infant in a manger. They saw a chi- the young child in a house. Uh, you're not considered a child in Hebrew culture until you're weaned. And the Hebrew ladies, as cu- customary to most of the Middle East, wean their children at about three years of age, between two and three years of age, depending on when they get their teeth in. has a lot to do with it. But this was, didn't take place in the common scene, what we see there at the manger. It, uh, it took place afterwards, probably, I'd say, one to two years afterwards. These men had a journey that expended a great amount of time, a lot of money, And still they were persistent and acted upon God's word. With Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we could go into a long dissertation about the gold and the myrrh and the frankincense and the spices and the seasonings and the preservatives that they embalm people with and all that presented right there to Jesus, and being warned of God, here's verse 12, this is what God benefited those wise men with immediately as they acted upon God's word. He reaffirmed that they were right in their journey. He protected them through their journey, and he returned them home safely, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed onto their own country another way. Again, traveled, great amount of money, great amount of time, great amount of sacrifice. To do what? To go see a baby and get rid of some of your revenue? No. They took God at his word, that he was going to send a child, he was going to send someone to redeem all of Israel, all of mankind, that as we act upon that word, We will be redeemed forevermore. We will be saved, regenerated, born again, come to the Father through the King, by the child. Each one of us are on a journey. If you keep that in focus, you're on a journey from when the day you set foot on this earth to the day you depart this earth. And where you spend the rest of that eternal life You know, all of us have eternal life, whether we believe in God or not. It's where you're going to spend that eternal life. And that depends on what you did in this life. Have you acted upon God's word in this life? Have you rested upon God's word and ventured forth upon God's word, acted upon God's word, exercised your faith in accordance to God's word and how you perceived it? so that the Heavenly Father can rejoice with you in eternity in heaven and give you a place amongst the prophets and give you a place amongst all the others that have merely trusted in his word. From the thief on the cross to the king and the wise men, as you respond to God's word, your eternal destiny is set. What have you done this week in response to God's Word? What have you done today in your commitment towards God's Word? What will you do Monday in accordance to God's Word? How will you submit yourself to your journey to eternity and exercise your faith? First comes to mind Abraham was counted righteous because he set forth in faith and left his country and is burnt into eternal destiny, his ancestry and his children. They're struggling in the Middle East right now. Over what? God's word. Oh, no, they're they're just trying to take that country. No, no, it's all about, Middle East war is all about people that trust or reject God's word really is. That's why they want to annihilate them. They don't want to just take them over. They want to eliminate them. Just like the devil wants to eliminate you every day in your journey and in your, uh, your testimony and in your steps towards eternity. If he can usher you there quicker than you need to be or divert you and cast you away and set you aside from what God benefited from you, if the king wants to cut your head off... He'd sure like to see that happen. But if you listen to God and you act upon His word and step forth in faith in accordance to His word, He'll reward you in this planet and in the next. God's here to help you. God's here to bless you. He already has by giving you His word. Mrs. Anania? So, You want to be lined up with the wise men. You want to be blessed as a wise man. I think of the thief on the cross. There was anybody who wasn't wise. He became that when he put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He says, we get what we deserve. This man has done nothing. He didn't get those words just by reading comic book he got those words from looking in faith into by faith into God's word God's speaking to you today he wants you to put your faith and trust in him Jesus Christ has a path laid out for you a place for you to be a destiny before you he promises to protect you on that path whatever circumstances take place along life's path, as Mrs. Will, as Mrs. Will Jones, said to me, she's had three heart attacks, but they're on God's prescribed path for her. God's prescribed path for her husband. God will work out His destiny in your life as you yield to His word. The invitation song was Have You Any Room for Jesus? The verse that was given by the Holy Spirit to those that composed this bulletin was And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The wise men seen Him, they acted upon it. Are you?